0: Wow, they're pissing. Go check out our Facebook and Instagram. Chambers. S-H-A-M-E-B-E-R-S. That's Chambers. S-H-A-M-E-B-E-R-S. We got all type of items. Toys from the vintage days and new school horror. uh, Buttons and bottle openers from punk metal. Black metal. uh, Satanic. Comedy. Slapstick. All that good stuff. T-shirts. And we're going to start printing original designs. Like, uh... You know, funny, uh... what they call Those Mexican uh, narco-traficante shirts but mixed in with punk and heavy metal. Right? Yeah. Stuff like that. And sometimes we'll have uh, shrunken heads and witchcraft items. All, all type of oddities, too. So just look us up at S-H-A-M-E-B-E-R-S. We'll have all type of weird stuff up for grabs in person and online, also. We make you deals if... You buy more than one item.
1: All right. So, this will end our October, Halloween, month, whatever you would call it, Universal Legacy Series, Episode 4. We will be talking about the mummy mainly. And uh, maybe some some other characters who don't have many other sequels, like uh, the Invisible Man or the Creature or the Phantom of, of the Opera, which is technically a monster, technically, but technically not. But anyway, who are you talking about? So, like, uh, talking about the uh, Mummy series. I'll be honest, this is an episode that Leo's going to be talking about a lot, because I've never seen
2: really any Mummy movie ever. Uh, that literally shocks the living hell out of me. <laughs> You've never seen a Mummy movie. But
1: I will say this. I'm going to just put this in here, because it gives me, like, some Mummy credit. I saw this movie recently called "Bus Party from Hell," which has a hilarious mummy scene. Uh, uh, it's this movie that basically like it like makes people like envision their like worst fears,
3: <laughs>
1: and uh, there's this one one model there's uh, like doing this the uh, photo shoot like the desert and this model played by Sanny Pin uh she starts freaking out because she's scared about mummies and like the guy that's like taking her photos. He's all like mummies, really? That's the thing that freaks you out the most, mummies. <laughs> and you see the like mummies. And we start like attacking her and I like, kill her. It's kind of a funny scene. But anyway, I'll have Leo take over this
2: for a little bit. I never seen the mummy. Really. I mean, I'm surprised. I'm I'm still in shock here. Like I know. You, you you do not know how much shock I'm in right now that you have mentioned that you've never ever watched this movie uh well where to start
1: like, here's like another mummy fact about me i've actually never had like the general mills mummies cereal
2: that's a fact what the hell uh, okay, honestly, I don't even to lie. I don't think I've ever had any of the cereals, Perry. <laughs> what, really? Yeah, blueberry. Uh, never had it. it because they usually come with marshmallows, and I'm not a marshmallow guy. I hate marshmallows on my cereal. Even as a kid. Even as a kid, I've never, I've never liked Lucky Charms. I've never, I've just never liked marshmallows in my cereal.
1: Weird,
2: but hey, at least I've seen the mummy, right? yeah no that was that was like the weirdest thing ever like i i personally never like even thought about it i've never like been a big fan of it it's just cereal with marshmallows is not my thing but Speaking of The Mummy, well, I mean, what is there to say? It's The Mummy is really a movie of, you know, dude coming back from the dead. I know that feels all kind
3: of storyline, but. Hmm. Film. Or a film.
2: Alright, the way I can say, sum it up, like, the Mummy movies is, the first one is a standalone. Like, there's no way I can honestly say that, that, it's, that it's not a standalone film, because that's all it really is. You know, it's the only one that has... Um, what was the original? Karis was the original Mummy? think it was He's played by Boris Karloff. And, like, it's weird because, like, the original Mummy movie doesn't really have him in the Mummy attire. You know what I mean?
3: Are you there? I think I've lost Joey.
2: Did you leave? Did you just, like, leave me talking by myself? Well, I mean, I I, I couldn't,
1: like, uh, join the conversation, really. So, like, I'm mean, going to urinate really quick and then
2: happen. I about the mummy.
3: Ooh, get that child.
2: Now, I mean, yeah. overall, like I said, about the mummy movies is... That, I've always liked the mummies. Like any mummy movie, that was like the original ones. Some of them, like I think they did suffer from like that universal or that continuity thing, because some movies just do not follow that. the last film at all. And because
1: yeah, I did like look up uh, the mummy timeline, and I think it's the one that's the one that's most out of place compared to the other Universal films.
2: Yeah, and like, the first one I enjoyed, but it it felt like more of a a love story. Like, but it's really what it is. It's kind of like the Dracula story, just told from, like, another point of view, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, And then after that, you have Well, I think that is Karis, the second mummy, is the one who's been there, like, for the longest, which he's actually someone who's controlled. And I always like to make the Michael Myers reference, you know? Silent killer, strong. Um, In the first Halloween movie, Michael was strangling people more than he was stabbing people. Cool. So, like, I always get that, that idea. Every time I think of the mummy, I always, like, the first thing that pops in my head is Michael Myers, like, 100%. And the mummy is like you, I think that's like when you first realize, like this dude is walking. You never seen a running mummy before. You know what I mean? And yeah. it doesn't matter what you do, wh- how far you get, or what happens. That that mummy is always going to either be a step ahead of you, or it's going to catch up to you somehow, somewhere. Yeah, which is pretty interesting like i think for its time like people probably just i don't know what mentality people had like going into watching these films but i think it was i think that's like the one that had the most suspense were Mm. the the sequels to the mummy I think they, are they of course, I think one of the movies is, like, 45 minutes, if I remember correctly. Oh, man. Or it's, like, over, like, it's close to an hour, but it's not that long. It's, but, suspensefully enough, it's, like, these movies, these are the ones that actually have, like, like, you've seen Frankenstein kill a girl in one movie. And, like, he kills, like, like, if you look at the death counts in all the movies, I think the mummy's, like, the one who's racked up the most death counts. Oh. it's kind of like if you want to have that argument like who's better jason or or michael you know like who has the more death count or it's like if you if you would try to bring up that entire concept like if you really think of like all the universal horror movies i would go with the mummy actually having the biggest kill count in a movie you know yeah so that's that's something that kind of changed during the Hammer time when The Mummy started coming out. Now, I love The, the Hammer Mummy films. It's, I've only seen two of them, and okay. I was surprised that I love The Mummy's Tomb. It's, the first Mummy movie is just, of course, The Mummy, but it does have uh, Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee in it. And it, it just, it, it flows like, it flows more like the sequels than it actually did the original Mummy movie. Yeah. Because it always goes to the fact that in the original Mummy, of course, the Mummy was Hitmotep. Yeah, that was Hitmotep. And he was like the magician, the sorcerer, kind of like how you kind of had the, the Brandon Fraser films. Yeah, and then you don't really... He's not really, like... He kills people. He's trying to get revenge. But all he's really trying to do is resurrect his his love. But other than that, uh, we get kind of the same mummy like we got in Revenge of the Mummy and all that stuff. It's just a mummy that's possessed. And, of course... Peter Cushing sets Christopher Lee on fire again. <laughs> That's a staple there's always, there's, <laughs> Yeah, there there's always that that fun little fact to see in there, like <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: but um yeah, other than that, it's the sequel to that one. Well, you can't even call it a sequel, it's just like another it's just another different mummy story, which I find this one to be, like, more intriguing of, like, the back history to it. It's, like, Ramses' son had two sons, and one brother became jealous of the other one, got him killed, and then Ramses cursed one son to live, like, on Earth until the brother can kill him. You know, he can only die by his brother's hand now. and So, like... There's one scene in this movie where I'm just like, I couldn't help but laugh my ass off because you you got this mummy and the guy's like bowing down to him like, I'm your server, I'm your server. The mummy literally like, and there's cops all around him and like, he literally puts his foot over the dude's head and just squishes him, squishes his head and it's like, it's like, it's just raw brutality. It's like, God fucking damn, you know? And, like, you could, this mummy is fucking Michael Myers. (laughs) I'm telling you, like, no fuck is given. And he just casually walks away. Like, he doesn't even fuck with the cops. He's just like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Whatever. (laughs) I just killed the son of a bitch. You know? I mean, that's
1: one thing that I was gonna mention that um, I think compared to like Universal, uh, Hammer did a lot better when it came to the uh, sequels to, like, all of these monster films. Um, overall. Um, yeah. We have Friday Frankenstein, that's, that, that's a standout, but, you know, when, when it
2: comes to the other ones, you know, Son of Dracula's kind of... Yeah, I, I kind of was a little mad at that movie, though, because The Mummy doesn't show up till... 45 into a one hour and 20 minute movie. So, you know what I mean, right? Like, you're sitting there going, Where's the fucking mummy? Where's this mummy gonna show? And then he finally shows up like two thirds into the movie. You're like, God damn it. I just wasted my time. But when the mummy comes, it's pure brutality. Like, people are dying left and right. (laughs) The kill count is is satisfied at the end of this movie. So after that, honestly, I kind of can't say that I watched many of the Mummy movies. Um, yeah. Uh, gotta say... I mean, of course, you have the Brendan Fraser movie. Um, There was a Mummy in Monster Squad, which, honestly, I think that should be, like, a Halloween movie for people to watch. Because it's, like, your last... M- Mad Monster Party right there, to be honest. You got all of them. You know, you got the Frankenstein monster, you got Gilman, you have Dracula, you have a uh, mummy, a werewolf. You know, you, you got all the ones right there. But it seems like the mummy just didn't have anything to do in that movie either. You know, it's it always feels like the mummy's kind of always, like, pushed to the back. And- well, I think that's, like, Go on. I was going to say, I think that just sucks. Like, honestly, if if it wasn't for the fact that, uh, like, Dracula and Frankenstein, those movies never scared me. But they, I've always loved the mythos and, like, the history that it shows. And it's just a story that captivates me in those movies. But honestly, if I want to be terrified and scared or, like, have a little sense of, like, what's behind me, it's always been The Mummy. Yeah,
3: so...
1: I guess the reason why, like, I never have watched really any type of, like, Mummy movie is I I just kind of think the whole concept and character didn't really appeal to me much, but... But I know since like uh, since like day one we uh, started this whole podcast, well like maybe like the second day, whatever. Uh, you brought up the mummy and compare him to like Michael Myers, you know. It, 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 it kind of shine a different light on the character.
2: Like I don't know, just what it is. It's kind of like it's kind of like a band bro. You just have to rip it off. You're just gonna have to go in there like open mind, open. Like I'm telling you, the first mummy movie for the Universal is completely different to its sequels. It is more like I said, story based. It feels more like a like the Dracula movie. Boris Karloff is very hypnotizing in that movie. That role was like goddamn like his eyes just it was like kind of like how Bella Legosi was in Dracula. His eyes were very captivating he stole every scene he was in. Yeah. And this is, he did that with the mummy and they completely changed up the entire format for the mummy series after that. Um, I don't know if people just weren't digging it or they thought, Hey, let's just try a more gruesome approach. I mean, in the last film, we actually had people being impaled. That's like one of the things about the first mummy movie, you know, You, you get impalements in that movie. Like you, you literally get people getting impaled and like for 1930s that was like what the fuck <laughs> you know what i mean because like the mummy is the third of the universal films and for like the type of the time for the gore it has for its time it's 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 crazy to think that you you have movies like dracula and frankenstein and they barely show any violence yeah. You know, some of the kills happen off screen. And I'm sorry, I'm always gonna be mad at the ending of Dracula because I think he went down like a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, I was, I mean, I was you know. really mad. I understand they're just trying to finish the movie off, but come on, at least man, at least go, you know, fist to cuffs, man. Fist to cuffs. <laughs> Do something, but <laughs> yeah. it's like I just remember that one scene. He's like, they find the girl and then they kill Dracula off screen. <clears throat> oh lord yeah that's like uh
1: that and and nightmare are probably the top two i don't like how the actual film ends but uh i love them overall yeah it's it's like
2: i would the only thing i would change in in that movie is literally just the ending yeah
3: But um yeah, so this
1: is our final universal thing. Um there are a few other monsters in this thing. Uh Invisible Man. I've never seen a film of besides Ned, Ned Master Party. Um and it just doesn't seem like a horror story. Okay. Like mm-hmm. Invisible. uh just kind of a perv i guess it,
2: it's it's really not um like it's really not a horror film to be honest it's more of a sci-fi film
1: yeah it,
2: it really does deal more with like not every horror was monster related you know what i mean sometimes the the true horror comes from the person kind of that's how i wish hit, hitchcock took his point of view when it came to psycho the real monsters aren't really just monsters they can also be person around you you know Mm -hmm. and this is based on an hg wells you know classic novel and let's be honest the dude was ahead of his time for what he was writing like i'm surprised of some of the things that he came up with like you would would think about it now and you have like oh well you know we have these things but back then this was this was just Written years, hundred years before all this, yeah. you know. So it's it's crazy that somebody yeah. actually thought about it.
1: Yeah, like he was like always definitely for me more of a sci-fi writer than like uh, horror So All his stuff to me more sci-fi, um, but they did brand him as kind of a horror guy for kind of a little bit, and still kind of do, I guess. Um. I know they made that Invisible Man film, what, last year? Have you seen it? Oh, it was this year. It was this year again.
2: Yeah. I Actually, yeah, I did see that one. That was... I was surprised. It was way better than that fucking bullshit that came out in the early 2000s with Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah. Hello, Man? Yeah. Yeah. No, this one was... It, it legitly tried to... Give you that something's out there scare, which was actually pretty cool. All
3: right.
1: Yeah, because I heard like some kind of decent things about it. I've I've
2: yet to watch it,
1: but I want my watch
2: it actually. Hey, it's on HBO Max, man. Huh? It's on HBO Max. Alright. That's where I watched it. I watched it with my wife and. I was surprised that she liked it. I'm. I was surprised that I liked it, but I went in with an open mind. So yeah. it, it's one of those things where, like, I'm like, okay, this might need a second watch, but at the at, at the moment, I'm just, I'm like, I enjoyed it.
3: Um,
2: so I give that, and then I think the second one is like, because I've I've never seen past the sequel. I mean, I've never seen past the first one. In the 1930s, I always loved his like his dialogue. His, he's just so charismatic and so like full of himself, <laughs> you know <laughs> I like, this guy can just probably be like two plus two is six. I don't care, and yeah. the way he speaks, you're just like, yes, you're right. <laughs> like, I don't know why the fuck you're right, but you're right. <laughs> like his dialogue is just epic, and he's, he, he, he reels you in. The actor reels you in for the role, and it it was never copied again. None of the sequels I've ever felt like they probably could have even come close. That's why I never watched them. I've heard bad things about them, and it's a scary thought. And actually, I'm watching... I'm not going to end up doing it now, but... I know I haven't seen, like, all the Dracula sequels, and since I have this dirty movie box set, I'm just going to go ahead and just go through them. Like, no fucks given. Like, yeah. I'm going to watch every single one of them in in the order they came out in. Yeah, like I said, like, I mentioned this on our Dracula
1: episode. It, the, the sequels were, eh, they were pretty meh uh I, I think the best one was Dracula's daughter. I think that was the best one, but it's not even that good of a film. But it was it is.
3: um another character who people
1: say is a universal character, but some people don't. Uh he's technically the first one, technically. At the the Phantom of
3: the Opera, a um, silent film. It uh, stars one of the Barry
1: Moores. Uh, Drew, I mean,
2: I mean, not Drew. Long <laughs> Cheney.
1: Well, no, like like a Barry Moore, like in that movie too. Um, but Long Cheney is in it again. Cheney. He was a master of like makeup and scare back in the silent day. Uh, yeah, he was just a creepy guy, uh, and he never he never looked the same in like, any movie. Um, I was surprised when I first got into horror, especially like the the older horror films. Who realized? How much Cheney was actually doing. So I would see these images. I would see these photos. I would see these clips. Of like these older horror movies. Or like watch his movies. And then you see. Lon Cheney's name. Like, attached to it. And yeah he just never looked the same. He did these crazy things. Uh, for uh, Phantom. I know he used can wire to, like pull back his nose and uh did some some other crazy thing that was just like man that boy was crazy. Uh his son, who did the Wolfman was also cool, another horror legend. Um but I just don't think it's the same degree as what Bolon Cheney did to uh, Lon Chaney might have been the first actual horror actor who really loved doing horror movies. Hmm. I think
2: the rest of them were just they were just cast in these roles. But it like Kind of you know, like once when, when you start on one thing, it's kind of hard to see you on something else.
1: Yeah, well, kind of.
2: But, like,
1: like, it just seemed like he wasn't forced into it. Cause like, I know that I have heard Lola Lugosi and like Boris Boris Karloff really didn't like being uh, pigeonholed in this whole horror and sci-fi world that they were stuck into, but it seems like Chaney really loved it. He was like, hey man, I'm into this. Let's do some crazy makeup.
3: And almost scary people and such. Yeah.
2: Well, okay. I know Universal has some Phantom in the Opera movies, but they don't have the 1920
1: film in there. Well, I guess I was like, that. Yeah, but yeah, like, like that again, like the, uh, the Phantom is kind of a Universal character. He's in most of Boxage, I believe. But I don't think there's a sequel, right?
2: Hmm. No, I don't think there is a sequel either.
1: Yeah. Um. I I actually never
3: watched the Universal right Uh. And there is also the creature, well, I've only seen the first one.
1: Same here. Uh. The. The two sequels. At first, some mixed things about them. Um, I think it's the second one, Creature Walks Among Us. I think it's the one that people said that that Jaws three copied. That basically they like get the creature and make him an exhibit at like a sea world type park, and he just goes crazy and starts killing people, which seems amazing uh i'm glad i' seen it um but the original fifty four creature film i love it it's it's in my top three universal films um it's directed really well um the
3: the storylines so good. Um Julie Adams,
1: strangely, still alive. Um I've been wanting to get, get like a uh, autograph photo with her because like she does like this whole like online store where she'll like send you like a autograph photo. Um hmm.
3: I, need,
1: I need to do that soon because she she's pretty old. She's like I think ninety-one or something like that. Um oh lord
3: uh-huh.
1: yeah I mean she was like 20 something when the film came out I think she's the last surviving person because like the guy that played the creature there was two I guys think, actually there was two guys okay. but like the one guy I think it was Richard something Richard Carl I think Uh he Relatively passed away recently because he was still doing conventions. And I remember when he passed away, I was thinking, man, I really missed
3: out on, on meeting him. Uh, yeah. Okay, I have seen it in a uh, 3D because
1: they had like a special screening. At the uh, Alamo Draft House. In the original 3D version. Which mm. was super fun. Because this film was... Was a uh, 3D movie. When it came out. Yes. Yeah. was a big praise. Praise in the 50s. 3D movies. Um, and it's kind of cool. I mean, obviously... It's super cheesy. and like 3D. And that's why you see... Kinda of these easy scenes where like the creature like sticks his hand out extra extra time just so like
2: the viewer can be like, Oh my god, the creature's grabbing me. Oh but yeah. <laughs> Oh man. That must have been fun. I actually watched that. Yeah. I wish I could have seen it like that. Uh, shit, dropping my shit. There you are. Oh. <laughs> I know now that
1: I I know that they like released a Blu-ray version of it in like uh, 3D. I don't have it, so I don't know how it translates to home home viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, pretty fun seeing 3D. Um, any other monsters? Uh, Jekyll and Hyde. They weren't.
2: Mm-hmm, but they—they they were. Um, they're the ones with the with the tiger, with the with lion. The lion, what? The one that roars at the beginning. Oh, uh, MGM. Yeah. Oh, yeah, then. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's
3: about I actually it. own those two movies. Oh.
2: And they're just practically the same movie, but it's just two different actors. Hmm. Nice little double feature,
3: yeah. Penal pretty cool, uh, concept,
1: but yeah. So, wrapping up our casual horror business month, uh, Universal
3: Salute Legacy, whatever. Um. I don't want to bring up. Once
1: again, but, uh, you know, it, it's a film that does tie all these movies together. It is a universal movie, and it was supposed to start like a trilogy. And I know that and Leo talked about. Doing a episode about this movie, I don't know. Again, I don't know if I want to actually watch this movie ever again. Though <laughs> I own it, though.
2: Really? I actually, I I didn't mind it.
1: <laughs> Keep baking stills hot in it, but that's about it. The CG is really bad. I like Dracula, which I mentioned in our Dracula one.
0: Um, yeah.
1: the rest of the movies. Pretty bad, it's way too long, way too long. why is it like two two hours
2: long i I personally don't know what to tell you on that one,
1: but anyway, uh, so yeah, anything you wanna add to universal talk wheel before we close out oh uh, no, I'm um, <clears throat> pretty sleepy. <laughs> i think i kind of yeah i mean the these like four episodes i'm pretty sure that i mean leo have covered everything um
3: universal and the monsters uh appreciate you guys for listening um yeah
1: oh i should have said this during the mad monster party episode which will come out i think the day after this one um But our next actual episode of our podcast should be a really good one. Uh, I don't want to say it yet because let me just say it involves a guest. And sometimes guests are unreliable. (laughs) Well,
2: hopefully there's mistakes. Yeah.
1: Hopefully so. They already canceled once before. But all right, man. Happy <laughs> Halloween again. Uh, the trick or treat on my feet, suck some dick, whatever you want to do. Happy Halloween. Good
2: lord. Did <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus give you some coal last year? You denied taking it out on Halloween. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: you know. But all righty. I am Joey. It's Leo, and you can find us at Nimrod Hard Podcast. One word:
3: Instagram, Facebook. Happy Halloween!